playing another video game, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, for those who are not familiar with Scythe playing video games, uh, the things that explode out of his mouth are hilarious. Okay. Um, now, honestly, it, we could just make a show of those clips. Like we could. A series. Of just yeah. shit Scythe says while playing shooters. I need to. Um, I need to record this. And uh, Lord Ziz forty two. Hello, how you doing, brother? Uh, nice to have you here in K9 First Blood. Nice to see uh, you in chat. I love it when people are in chat. I love it when people actually ask questions in chat. Unlike a lot of shows, we're actually going to bring your comments into the show and discuss them. Um, Unless unfo- we stop paying attention because we're yelling at Caleb. <laughs> well, we, 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 do, we do like the audience interaction. We're not, we're not too keen on asking questions specifically to the audience and then waiting for yeah. Uh, yeah. like just this dead like dead kind of air, just waiting for someone to sort of uh, you know give their kind of comment about it. But you know, we'll talk about uh, the subject while uh, while you guys kind of uh, think about what to say. That's true. That's true. Uh, unfortunately, Caleb was uh, not able to come. I got a message from Riv earlier today that apparently he's come down with that evil flu that lots of people are getting. Um, you he's know, smoked too much pot. <laughs> I don't know what he did, um, but he, uh, you know, he has the flu, so we hope that he gets well soon. RJ is, uh, I think, spending a little time with the family today. He may dial in on the uh, on the phone as he's driving around with them, which is uh, which is always fun. Um, we get to hear everybody, so it's kind of cool. And we've got Scythe. Are you still playing a video game? Still playing another I, game? I, I'm, I'm still playing a video game. Yeah. I was in the middle of the match when you told me we're starting, so what? I'm going to continue playing said match. I will quit at the end of that. <laughs> so if He's you hear still... me just go, mm, it's because I've been killed like eight times in a row, and I'm mad, and I'm trying He's not taking... to swear really loud and hurt your ears. He's currently so... taking a blast of shots to the face. Yeah, so... Uh... pretty good, eight and two. So ZYXXY1 is asking if the Keepstar battle is still going on, and to my <laughs> recollection, it it never stopped. I mean, it's been going on for, what, four or five days at this point? Um, tie-dye is so terrible. We think the server is, is just burned up. We're not sure. We, so. We're pretty sure it caught on fire, because um, I, all I remember is that Falcon was on the show and said, I'll be right back, and then he never came back. <laughs> so... Uh, they Pretty said, sure the fire department came. The fact that you're all playing, you're actually playing on the Chinese server, and you just don't know it. Yeah. <laughs> um, the hardware for that. The, um, yeah, the battle of uh, the tight eye and the, and the disconnects, four hours relog in that fight, K9 First Blood said. It is it is tough. Ice, Ice Slayer asked what you're playing, Scythe. I don't know if we said. I'm playing uh, <laughs> Battlefront 2. Hence, uh, there's a comment I made earlier that one of y'all can explain real quick because I'm getting shot at. Hmm. I think it was, um, uh, was it Fuck You Yoda, Eat Rocket, Eat a Fucking fish. Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> fuck You Yoda, Eat a Fucking Rocket is exactly what I think he said. Uh, yeah. So some guy was taking <laughs> out his squad. You know, being a bitch, I hit him with a rocket and he died. See, he you see, it, it, it's, it's that kind of commenting that doesn't seem to, for some reason, make it into the, uh, into the films. I don't know why. <laughs> it's because I control myself over on stream. Because I yell no, that doesn't. really loud, and I really don't want to hurt the audience's ears. I don't give a shit about you fucks. <laughs> yeah. no, but I just I I have to wonder why I didn't get it. Didn't you know why 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 sort of like you know that kind oh, of wordplay that Star kind Wars of uh, that kind of prose didn't actually get into the Star Wars films. Like oh well it's, because it's so, it's so real life. That like weird Kiwi dude whose name I forget. Ah yes. He, they don't swear. They, if you swear, you're not allowed back in New Zealand, from what I've heard. From what you've heard. 
just a there's a lot of New Zealanders that need to get deported snakes. then. If, you're, if you have any lizard tendencies, they don't let you in just because they think you might be a snake in disguise. There's the a way, lot of Kiwis that need to get deported in that regard then. <laughs> By the way, we, we I know do, that for a fact. We do need to have a word from our sponsors. So oh, yeah. I'm going to oh. pause for a for a brief message from our sponsors here. Uh, we actually got welcome, welcome, welcome to this week's Push to Talk, sponsored this week by new Tide Pod flavored Oreos. They're good for you and they're yummy. So, <laughs> so, so there that is. Hey, hey, Tide Pod Oreos will be a, a blessing for most parents, especially parents. Who have kids who swear a lot? Oh shit! Wash your wash your mouth out with an Oreo. Wash your mouth out with an Oreo. That's their fucking catchphrase. It's on the box. I think I, I think life shifted. I think we gave him a heart attack, or he's rolling his eyes, or he can't take it anymore. Oh my god! So public service announcement: Don't eat fucking Tide Pods. Oh, uh, uh, toxic. Eat wall cotton candy. It's better. So, 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 life shifter uh, Caleb's Caleb's on his deathbed with the flu. So, yeah, we went over that earlier. So that's our challenge. Um, so, um, and everybody else you could put, is not camera ready. We could put right a now. lovely picture of a cat, maybe. You know, I've heard we can we can, cat pictures. We could put his nice waterfall picture out there or something like that. But we're good. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So we had uh, Plexx uh, followed us. We got a follow from him. So thank you very much, Plexx, for the follow. Um, we are going to talk a little bit about the Keepstar battle here in a little bit. Uh, McLeod has a lot of insight into uh, what happens when we go into deep, deep, deep tie dye like we did. Um, and I may have I may have a lot of experience in big lag fights because yeah. I've you know been basically doing it since the old NC died. And uh, and we have out there who is it? Who is it? Lords uh, Lords is. Um, he commented in there. If you're not watching the screen, the stream, I know you're playing games. Scythe. He said you. that he joined uh, Goonswarm six months ago. Said it was the best decision he ever made in his Eve life, and he's happy, oh, great to be here. One of the things that's nice about Eve, whether you're joining Goonswarm, you know, N3, Init, um, Bastion, any of those larger alliances, and there's a hundred of them out there. As long as you find a place where you get along with the folks in the game, that's going to make the game good for you. So we're glad uh, Goonswarm fits for you, Lordsies. Um, and, uh, you know, happy to have you here. What? Oh, oh hey, we got Jay Silent. What was the large smart bombing crew there just to produce more lag? I'm not sure. Um Squeaky bee. I want a squeaky bee. It depends. Like so, I, I mean, I I know for a fact that you know, in it we're running a smart bomb Loki crew. Like, but that was that wasn't with intent to create lag. That was purely based, uh, purely to uh, um, take you know, out drones. Essentially, no, to, to 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 help counter the things that will fuck up our Raven fleet. Essentially, so it was it was it was a legitimate reason for it to be there. I don't know what other smart bomb groups were there, um, but we didn't really do that much. I was actually in a smart bombing Loki, and I never once got on a single kill mail. I never, never once actually got to fire off my um, uh, my smart bombs because I disconnected uh, about a minute and a half after we jumped in, and then I spent an hour and a half trying to get back in. And then when I did get back in, all of my mods were offline, so I had to try and dock somewhere. 
put all my mods back online and undock. And if anybody knows about the issues with docking and undocking uh, on that 9-tack-4 um, fight, that took at least an hour and a half as well. <laughs> yeah, just docking and, then, and undocking. And yeah, yeah, just undocking and docking and undocking. And even after I docked, put all my mods online and undocked, my half of my mods were still offline. So I had to somehow warp off, uh, warp off to a safe, drop my mobile depot, and try an online mods, which I. I ended in this in this weird kind of dual university kind of thing where my um, my depot was basically telling me that all of my mods were offline, uh, were online, but my actual you know the the, the area of the uh, user interface where you actually you know fire off your smart bombs and stuff like that was saying that half of my stuff was still offline. So I was like, this is so fucked. So I just at that point I just clicked up and just waited until everybody left. Yeah, I mean, even my interface, right? I was in there and I was doing certain things that I won't talk about. Um, but my interface, I didn't even have full information on the system. I didn't have a lot of things. It was very strange. Um, that was probably the worst tie dye I've ever been since the 285 AU warp in a Megatron in 10% tie dye. <laughs> I would, I, I, I'd like to actually, I, I kind of want to, this is a bit of a pet peeve, a uh, bit of an annoyance for me, but uh, I'd like to actually like um, correct you on what you said. What? That, is, that isn't the worst tie-dye that you've experienced. That's the worst lag that, you, that you've experienced. Everyone experiences tie-dye up to a certain point, and that's up to that 10% limit. After we hit that 10% limit, that's when, mm -hmm. like, old-school, normal lag that everyone had before we had tie-dye, mm -hmm. that's what happens at that point. When you get to that 10% tie-dye, that's when the tie-dye system has gone as far as it can go to gracefully, you know, run the, the simulation. After that point, you know, all bets are off. It's basically old-school lag. It's basically, you know, if you're jumping in at 10% tie-dye, it's you could very well uh, you know you could very well crash on jumping in and then end up getting shot like a fish in, like fish in a barrel like like old school okay so and i and i think that probably had a lot to do with some of the things we were experiencing uh last week right no, last weekend um, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me um it was it was you know, you have experienced, I think, on the test server, right, some of the testing that they've done with going below 10% tie-dye McLeod. Is that correct? Sorry, say that again? You've experienced some of the testing with lower than 10% tie-dye, right? Or, or, I was or lucky enough to be on the test server when that when they were doing that, yeah, which was kind of cool. So what um, <laughs> Well, because that was, that was when Veritas was still a dev. Um, okay. and he was part of the team of, uh, he was part of team gridlock. Um, and he, the, this is how the system works. The system works. It can go less than 10%. The, the issue is, uh, CCP basically decided that 10% is the slowest that the game should run, um, for the quality, you know, to, to keep the kind of level of. To, uh, it's it's kind of weird to keep the quality of the game because if you go slower than that, then it becomes really slow, and then fights are stretched out, you know, way way far in advance, you know, mm -hmm. way more than it, it really should be. 
so they kind of made this arbitrary limit of 10% and they've stuck to it. But it can go lower than that um, on the Singularity test server when Team Gridlock were doing their kind of testing of it. Um, Veritas did actually drop tie-dye down to 0%, which paused the actual game in real time. Wow. Well, yeah, it would have to, right? I mean, it's 0%. Yeah. I mean, you're not, you're just not processing, right? And yeah, and that's you what... Still, it, you, still, you still have the effects. You still have, like, the, uh, you know, the the Sino effects going mm-hmm. um, just really, like, ridiculously slow. You still have the kind of sounds. It's kind of a bit weird. It was, it was like, you still have the sounds of, like, say, um, like the rockets and stuff like that, and you still had the sort of the effects of the rockets and stuff, but like, yeah, everything was just stopped. Yeah, I, I still am gonna be on the side that I would rather experience tie dye, and even all the problems that it has today because it's not perfected, right? Um, than have than not have tie dye, right? Yeah. Well, I, the capability to even be there in a fight like that is still amazing to me. Yeah, no, no. The, the, those fights are what make this game interesting because those are the ones you talk about year after year after year after year. People still mention Asakai, they still mention VTech R, um, and, and that's that's what honestly brings people to this game is they hear, oh yeah, there was a fight where ten thousand people were duking it out in over two or three systems at the same time over this one stupid space station. You're 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 gonna hear about that, <clears throat> though. Uh, can we just say fuck IGN and their reporting staff because they don't. <laughs> do any research at all to, to be to be <laughs> fair yeah read I, reddit and that's it yeah yeah sort of the, the the mainstream gaming medias and stuff like that they don't really look into it too too heavily no, but then again you know we're all geeks when it comes yeah. to uh when it comes to eu so like if it's well, not 100 percent perfect we'll see, we'll have serious issues with it see i'm a geek when it comes to all games so I, I go and I actually do research, and I'm like, oh, IGN just put this thing out about this stupid shit. And I go and do reading, I'm like, oh, they read the first sentence of a Reddit post. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's where they got their facts. Got it. Yeah. There's, there's also a thing about immediacy as well when it comes to uh, uh, me- like uh, media and stuff like that. You, mm-hmm. you do actually want to get the story up onto the front page, you know, yeah, at know. some point, you know, when it's still hot. <laughs> yeah, but it's still one of those things where if you're going to put something out, at least make sure you fucking... Uh, 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 you, you fucking at least are telling the truth, you know. And at least, at least have someone that's all in that media. Research that's not just that gaming speaking. news. This is this is all fucking news. At least make sure you're actually putting out the correct information. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, and 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 thread in in, in chat just said, hey, everybody who complains about tie dye and all the bad effects and the disconnects and everything, they're all going to show up for the next big fight. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah. I'm gonna, if another big fight shows up, I will again once more claim space flu. And I will call out sick, and we will fucking shoot some fucking test or whoever the fuck it is we're going to be shooting at that time. Or PM. I don't think we shoot pan horde. Pan horde. My bad. I, 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 I don't think it'll be test I, I, because I, I. I'm sorry, I said test. I'm looking at stupid Eve uh, posts on the Facebook group, and someone posted another <laughs> one of those dinosaur fucking cartoons, and they're fucking hilarious, but they're also retarded. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm only I'm only saying that it's probably not going to be test because no. uh, chances are that test won't actually. You know, Pro God won't actually go into a tight eye fight if his, uh, you know, Super if you can, well, if you can help it. And, and as we talk about this, we we originally had you know Grath um, slated to be on the show today, but he 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 may be sleeping or forgot or whatever. But uh, that's what Caleb told me um, that he would be here, and so I reached out to him, but I haven't heard back yet. So if he shows up, he shows up, and we'll talk more about uh, the the 
his perspective on on a post mortem on the uh, on the event. Um, tie dye is tough, and you know, I mean, I come from an IT background, right? I, I live in basically, you know, converged technologies, VM technologies, things like that, and making things go fast in those technologies. Um, the other thing that we're trying to do in the next week or two. We're trying to get some of the ops guys from CCP on. No promises that we'll ever get them. Um, but we would really like to delve into what's happening in that background on those systems, how those processes are working, how their VM is set up, because they are on VMware, I believe. Um, they're not necessarily on Converge, but they're on you know, shared blades, um, which are essentially motherboards and PCs just plugged directly into a backplane. Um, they don't have traditional networking ports and things of that nature everything is virtualized even the uh even the ethernet connections uh they all run across the backplane so it's very very different than what we're used to in a server farm in a um, traditional data center so it could be interesting conversation with those guys getting very geeky one day um but i think you know the big challenge though and i think most people know this is you know essentially the primary portions of the um, server side of EVE are written single-threaded, essentially, right? Yeah. And that's the biggest challenge. And unless you're on a, you know, unless CPU speeds are going up, the game's not going to run faster, right? Unless you're clocking in at 5 gigahertz or 6 or 7 or 10 gigahertz eventually, it's not going to be faster, right? Correct. Yeah. And um, I just wanted to I just wanted to kind of respond to a few people. Uh, okay, go ahead. On Twitch, actually, if that's okay. Please do. Um, like, um, I I think kind of super snow super snowman's like uh, uh, he was just basically saying that uh, you know people will you know go to tie dye fight because um, you know they want to be represented in there like they want to win uh, and being present in those fights help your sides to win and that is a very good point you know like if you if 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 you know that the other side is going to be bringing an overwhelming force if you decide not to bring in not to be there because um you know it's not going to be a enjoyable fight then you know when your alliance starts ceding territory and losing um structures because you're not you know you're not turning up to the fights to at least uh, help counter it. You, you you know you've only got yourself to blame. You know you can't blame any other kind of teammates or you know start blaming CCP because you know it's not producing a quality fight for the amount of money that you may or may not give them. Like you know, so it's I think that's very you know it's it's one of those things like you're never gonna. You're never gonna you're never gonna get a situation where um, if a fight is happening at a particular point at a particular time and people have had um, a lot of time and a lot of notice to be able to mm-hmm. get ready for that. Like it's it's never gonna be a situation where people are only gonna bring in you know a, a quarter or a fifth or a sixth or whatever like a, a like a tiny percentage of the people that they need to commit to it just to have a, a, a quality fight in terms of the actual game, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, um, you know, Urandis is mentioning in the, in the chat, right, CPU clock speeds aren't going to go up. In fact, I would say that yeah. we're really not going to see anything go up. What we're going to see is 
computer architecture evolve to more more mesh networks, right? So, you know, Oracle software has a thing called real application clusters, and they have exadata and things of that nature, where they can actually take queries coming into a database, spread them across multiple nodes, handle all the data locking and everything across hundreds of nodes if you want, but traditionally 10 or 12 is, is the max that you see out there in the real world. And they can just slice and dice everything, drop it down the different threads, bring it back and, and be very quick with this. In fact, they're even offloading some of the IO down to lower portions and, and the way it searches to different tiers in the case of Exadata. Well, they, and they do they this have... on a server farm, right? Mm -hmm. So you have a single query coming in or thousands a minute, right? Tens of thousands a minute, hundreds of thousands a minute. And they actually branch them. Uh, so you have a single kind of machine that you see, but it really could be hundreds of VMs for all you know, right? And that's where technology is going to go more toward. They're not going to go through faster CPUs. And you were going to say before I cut you off. Uh, I, was, I just wanted to say like, uh, uh, crap, what was it? <laughs> but yeah. um, if you've got, and you're going to say this too, if you've got single CPU, single threaded type code, and you're still supporting, you know, hell, if you're supporting 2,000 people on one node, I'm freaking impressed, right? But yeah. you're taking it up to four, five, 6,000 people on a node. It's pretty efficient code as it's yeah, written. It's fairly efficient, yeah. Right? I, I remember what I, I was going to say. I'm surprised that we got that many in, into that, that fight, and it actually kind of worked. Now, McLeod, you, you had mentioned a point earlier. Um, about how the the strategy we're using wasn't working, and we think it might be due to an oversight um, with priority on action on the servers as well. Um, um, well, yeah, I mean, it, I could do, yeah. Um, well, basically, you know, once you get past the uh, the situation where tie dye is kind of uh, gracefully, uh, you know, um, handling the situation, and um, once you hit that ten percent tie dye wall, um, everything goes over to old school lag, and when old school lag kind of occurs a lot of people have realized over the years of dealing with big fights that go to old school lag is that a lot of the um ships and a lot of the mechanics that are tied to those ships um seem to have a degree of prioritization for the server like essentially what you're doing is you're sending requests to the server and they're being fulfilled by the server as and when it can but it seems as though uh and it's i haven't got you know, I don't think there's actually any, um, any, like, CCP dev that's actually said this is this is how it is, but a lot of people have speculated and have sort of basically treat this as fact almost that basically there's uh, the the server prioritizes certain actions over other actions, and those prioritizations are based normally on um, the size of the um, asset that it's that's uh, basically uh, requesting the action. So if if you're a little Tristan Tristan trying to uh, you know warp scramble somebody, uh, you're probably gonna not get the call your request like seen by the server. Um, but if you're a Titan that's firing a Doomsday, chances are you probably will get your request. Um, uh, answered by the server you know that's just that's how it is uh with the new fighter mechanics uh that have come out um we've we saw on the nine tech four kind of fight 
that a lot of people couldn't actually uh, reload their fighters and relaunch their fighters. Um, that's a new mechanic. That's a fairly new piece into the uh, into the mechanics of fighters and super and super carriers. Sorry, not fighters. Uh, in terms of uh, carriers and super carriers, I have that feeling that maybe that particular action has not actually been given a prioritization for the server uh, to you know to basically order the prioritization. So I think it was actually dropped to the lower part of the prioritization so in actual fact most of the uh requests for people to um reload their fighters wasn't really um received by the server in any way shape or form you know i think that's probably what happened i i think you're it's very plausible right (laughs) unless we unless we knew which pieces of the code are going uh to certain branches of the code it's really difficult to to figure out what's happening, right? What we do know is that there's got to be a priority in, in that transaction processing through through the CPU. Um, also, don't um, don't discount the fact that under heavy network load, a single VM can have significant issues depending on how the how the network is is set up uh, for it to use. Okay, so I'm talking general networking, right? Uh, under VM, VMs under high stress network load, um, they can lose packets. And not only that, VMs will tend to lose network packets under high CPU nodes. Okay, the, they, the, the CPU is processing so fast, it, it, it can't read or write packets on the network. Um, it's, it's pretty amazing. We've seen that happen a number of times in the, in the, in the VM world. Um, especially when you're looking at things that are that are network based, I think that accounts for some of the inability to connect back into your server. Um, you know, I think that's something they might want to look at. Pew Pew and Uranus are having some a great t- conversation in chat. Um, if you're not watching <laughs> it, it's a really good one um, related to coding and and multi-threading of of code and things of that nature. I've said before that I believe that Eve in CCP's mind is really in maintenance mode. No matter what they say publicly, I think behind closed doors at the upper echelons, I think that's where they're at. That's a guess, educated guess from me, not fact. Um, like, and if it is, they're not going to rewrite. You know they're not. I have to kind of wonder. Like, I mean, yeah, they might be in maintenance mode, but like, they're not going to be in permanent maintenance mode forever kind of thing. Like, you, you are going to, we are getting close to uh, having Seagull um, coming back to the team, after, you know, after she's, uh, you know, been out on maternity leave for quite some time um i would have to say like i would have to uh, like ask both you eric and scythe and the actual you know the um people out there watching listening um like do you think it's getting close to the time where ccp is going to have to bite the bullet and actually try and rewrite dogma to actually be vm or at least uh, be multi uh, CPU or multi-thread kind of capable. Well, when I talk about that point, yeah, when I talk about maintenance mode, I talk about a life cycle of a product, right? Whereas they're not going to go into that mode of heavy development again. They'll do yeah. tweaks and enhancements and things to keep you happy, but core code stuff they're not going to fix. Now, I hope I'm wrong, right? And I hope Seagull comes back and says, "Let's do it," right? But you don't know. Go ahead, Scythe. 
my 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 thought on that, McLeod, is that the the easier option than trying to rewrite the code is to re-meta the game to where you don't need that large of a fight to do something. Um, where you're not going to have the people complaining about it. But, I, I mean, you're always going to get those large fleets dropping on people, but they're not going to be necessary. Um, and, and I think that that's the issue, is because that's what gets... like, adverti- like my, my whole thing is they don't market their fucking game, and they're not... <laughs> And, and and that they're going to go away from the, the few free ads they're getting, essentially, if they do that. But I do think that's what they're going to go for, because I just I just if I they think fix the timer, if they fix their timers so that they they are also in tie dye, it, 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 well, it may I, solve I, the issue. I, I have both uh, an issue with that and a potential possible f- like yeah. kind of halfway house for that. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, a lot of people kind of say, oh, well, why don't they just fix the timers to be in, you know, in, in sync with tie-dye? Well, the thing is, like, at the moment, the way that it is with the timers not being synced with tie-dye, so, you mm-hmm. know, it's 15 minutes on the wall, on the on the clock on the wall, rather than 15 minutes based on 10% tie-dye, which is, you know, 150 minutes, um, <laughs> you know, which is, well, like, like an hour and what, an hour and a half, two hours and a half? Two and a half hours, something like that. Yeah. So you know, the the issue there is, if if it stands as it is now, basically what it means is, uh, the defenders. It it basically uh, means that uh, the defenders have an advantage if they produce tie dye because if they you know max out tie dye because it means that essentially that fifteen minute timer at ten percent tie dye on the wall really only uh in in game feels like two and a half minutes essentially um if they did it the other way around then it means that the aggressors the people attacking it you know it warrants them to create as much tie-dye as possible so you get in a situation where you know either either side are trying to produce tie-dye because tie-dye in effect um or you know helps them in that in that kind of way so my mcleod on that though the the defenders already have the fact that their their station or or plex rather here um has a damage cap on it and that no matter what the attackers must stay on field x amount of time to kill the station and that the, the the shortest amount of time is locked in at however much the damage cap is over total hit points or whatever the fuck it is i don't know the math for it off the top of my head um but that making it so that the tie dye helps the attacker where the damage cap helps the defender, I think would make that fight more interesting because it means the, the defender actually has to fight. They can't come up with some, uh, they, they actually have to field a fleet to, to defend instead of just, Oh, well, all we have to do is hold them off for 20 minutes and tie dye and they're going to look and the enemy, the enemy will retreat because they can't hit the damage cap or they can't pause the timer. Yeah, yeah, I, I see where you're coming from that, but like the way I kind of see it in terms of the halfway house um, that I was thinking of how it was gonna how it would work mm-hmm. is you keep it you keep the timer not affected by tie dye, but you just increase the length of the timer. So at or the moment it's fifteen the minutes. At the moment it's, me. at the moment it's, it's fifteen minutes, right? And if it's if it's not affected by tie dye, then essentially what it feels like in the game um, at ten percent tie dye is two and a half minutes. 
You know, if it's affected by tie-dye, then it feels like it's two and a half hours, right? So you, all you do is you just, you, you, you make sure that it's not, not affected by tie-dye, and then you up the length of time that the timer takes. You know what would make me just happy is if they fucking got rid of the damage cap. Then it doesn't matter how the timer runs. Because you're going to field as much damage as possible from the front, and Tide will already be fucked for both sides as it is. So, and and that that was that was my thought on that fight. I was like, okay, so we're going to drop the, the 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 CFC. We dropped supers or the Imperium rather now, whatever we call ourselves. We we dropped supers into that drone trick. And if you're watching the stream, all, all, all the uh, all these old school FCs are sitting there going, yeah, their drones are not going to get there in time. I'm like, of of course not. We move. It looks like we moved late. Well, if we move late, why don't we just fucking drop a dread bomb? Because they go into siege, they're they're, they're not going to be broken, and they can at least apply DPS to stop the timer. We're going to lose the dreads, but I'd rather lose dreads than supers. Yeah, but your your yeah. your max right, your max DPS is five dreads, right? And yeah. as they were saying, as soon as you drop a dread, its lifespan is two minutes. Yeah. But you know, you right? you know that the you know that like you know the the supers that were there on uh, you know on Panfam's kind of uh, side, they had a whole bunch of titans, they had a whole bunch of supers there. So you know, yeah. like you drop five dreads, those dreads are dead. Like in, yeah, well, you know, the, the, the like dread, they wouldn't the even are the add. Pawn in that fight though. You, you they're sacrificial pieces. They're cheap as fuck. We crank them out like fucking uh, frigates and <laughs> in, just throw dreads at them until it dies. The you know? the, the building machine yeah, of Delve. Yeah, we just crank them out like they're freaking candy. And by hey, the way, I'm we not, do. I'm but, not wrong, though. I, you're you, not. You have to admit I'm not wrong. I, I'm pretty sure if I wanted to, I could ask 20 members of my corp, hey, do you have a dread coming out that I could buy from you? And they would all say, I've got six coming out but, next but day, I, I would, three days. I would like, say that Super Snow actually does have a point there. Like, you know, if we were dropping, you'd be dropping dreads in a 10% tie-dye, max 10% mm-hmm. tie-dye situation. Yeah. Chances are both... Either the dreads won't even load grid before they're dead, or if they did load grid, chances are their guns wouldn't actually even activate. Right, because of the amount of yeah. Yeah, right, and we we know there's an issue with dread guns in 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 high tide. Mm. We absolutely know that already. Just ask the person who made a mega fleet. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So so the the only the only other strategy I can think of for that situation is the full on hell camp of. We hold the field for four days before the timer, or whatever, a day before the timer, however long it needs, and you fucking shoot anything that moves. You, you know what? You, you know what? You know what? Like, uh, I have to give credit to Panfam here because, like, they they were in system on the uh, on the uh, keep star well in advance of uh, uh, Imperium coming in. And if you actually want to know. Um, when it comes to the huge, huge fights, the huge strategic fights, um, a lot of times when it's gone to, you know, when when it's gone to the point of actually old school lag, um, it's always been the uh, the group that's been set up before the other one that has actually been the victor of, uh, of the fight. Like it happened when the DRF were basically, uh, you know, dismantling the old Northern Coalition. Like a lot of the fights, because I was part, of, I was part of the Northern Coalition at the time. So I was, you know, I was in fleets waiting to get, ju- you know, to jump into the systems that we were going to try and fight for. You know, the, you know, the big strategic ones. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, you know, we were going in there um, hours after the DRF had actually like already entered system. They were just sitting there waiting for the timer to actually, you know, to come mm-hmm. up. They were in there before we were, we were in there. 
um, like hours beforehand. And amazingly enough, you know, when we jumped in, you know, we had a whole bunch of server issues and a whole bunch of black screening and all that, and it was just a turkey shoot. And nine times out of ten, you know, when we had those, uh, you know, those big engagements, those big kind of strategic engagements, we, you know, the old NC lost against the DRF because we arrived too late. We thought we were arri arriving, arriving on time kind of thing, but it was way too late. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I want to... I Pause here and thank, uh, I think it was Century Fox who, who, who yeah. cast us a follow. Thank you very much. Um, we accept follows. We accept subs. Uh, if you've got Amazon Prime, it's a free sub for you uh, if you link it up. And uh, we also set, accept tips if you've got them out there. You like the show, shoot us some cash. Um, I also want to welcome Spanx to the show. Spanx hopped in chat. He's, uh, he's one hey. of our good, long-term good friends, and uh, we welcome oh. him to the show. I hope I'm not too late. I uh, I just got to my office and saw that you guys were live, so I just thought nah, I'd grace fine, my buddy. presence. You are more than welcome anytime, Spanx. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes we, we run longer than an hour sometimes. We got yelled at last week because we were running a little too close to the meta show for Life Shifter's enjoyment. Oh, no. <laughs> so oh, no. comfort not level. Shifter, no. <laughs> when, the, when, the sh when the show is good. He's like going, wrap it up, guys. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Life shifter. Come on, we're losing daylight. We're, we're having fun though. I know, I know. We're just having a little fun with Life Shifter too. Uh, He's a good guy. I met him. Yeah. Very nice guy. So Spanks, um, you know, I mean, we're talking about uh, the the tight eye of death in the uh, Keep Star thing. We're going to talk about a few other games a little later too. Um, one of the things I wanted to say is, you know, we see CPP trying to find the next big thing with a number of games and they keep failing right these games consistently fail they didn't even do it with um with vr they had to exit that you know is there a market out there for an engine okay for a a generically coded engine that can work with any game that can do what ccp wants to do with these six thousand man flights fights right so Rather than looking at it from an improving age or, or improving the quality of Eve, look at it as creating a marketable product that can not only an engine that not only powers Eve, but can be licensed to other people to have big games like Eve. Right? Actually, brain in the box, brilliant, multi multi-threaded engine that does this shit. What do you guys think? I, I, does it exist? I don't know. It doesn't. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. CCP keeps looking for the next big thing to to, to sell and license and, and, and be a big deal in the gaming industry. To me, that's a big deal because that's the big draw of Eve. These giant freaking flights. So imagine, you know, Battlefield 2 licensing the, the CCP engine to actually have a real war of 6,000 people storming Normandy. Right? Yeah, you there's a couple you, of games that tried that, and it was like was like Raw or something, some weird freaking name, and it was like a 254 man multiplayer FPS, and it played real bad. Like, well, yeah, because nobody it, has an engine. Yeah, and and then but there are games that actually do that well, like Planet Side Two, where you'll have 80 or 90 people on each side of an engagement shooting the hell out of each other, and and it does work. I, I don't know if this is going to be the next greatest thing in, in gaming. Uh, I have been keeping my eye on it, but it's it's Amazon Game Studios using their own 
uh, gaming engine called Lumberyard. Yeah, mm. and it's pretty good. In conjunction um, with the Amazon Web Services and all that other stuff, um, development's been... It, it, there was a lot of news about it when it first came out, and yeah. it's died off a hmm. lot. Um, well, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to say the name of the game because it makes the audience mad. But uh, a certain other space game that's coming out is fucking using it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Don't stab me. I li- I like both. I can like all space games. Okay. Yes, you're right. I did hear about. I did hear about that Chris Roberts game switching over to Lumberyard. But yeah, and they, um, they broke a contract to do it. But and it apparently it's because. It actually fucking works. And Amazon themselves are also developing games too. Yeah. They they stopped development on a. They had like an arena style game, and then uh-huh. they just stopped developing it because they they were going through like beta testing, and then the players were just like, "Nah, I don't really like this." Yeah, and but, I mean, you know. So that you know, maybe maybe it'll be the next best thing. Will be Amazon and Lumberyard. I mean, I would. I, I don't see any reason not to. They they're putting the resources in to make the damn thing. Use it. You know? well, I mean, they've got four or five studios. They got one in Seattle, one in San Diego, one in. I mean, they're they're going they're going they're going big. Um, yeah. They were pumping out a lot of articles, but it's been pretty quiet past six seven months. Well, we'll have to we'll have to look into that and maybe talk about that in one of the shows. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little research. I kind of just wanted to sort of bring this back a little bit to uh, like the Eve uh, server and all that kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. um, uh, where is it? Because Arandus was basically saying like, oh, you know, CCP could try licensing out, you know, their uh, their Dogma um, engine, you know, to other developers, you know, in the same, you know, in the way that you said, Eric, like you know, see it as a as a as a another asset to be able to be utilized to make right. money. Um, then, the thing is, with Dogma as it is at the moment, um, it's got a lot of failings. Not you know, and and the biggest one is the fact that it is single threaded only. The fact of the matter is, if you could make it so it actually you know can can actually handle multi threaded, yeah, it's a big big chunk of work, like mm-hmm. colossal amount of work to do that. Maybe, but you know, you, you're talking about taking, um, you know. Uh, an, an engine that runs only on a not not it's not like a single CPU. It's a single core of that CPU. You know when we've got well, like, it's a thread of a core, uh, right? Thread of a, a core. Yeah, it's a thread of a core. It's not even multi-threaded, so you can't really use multi hyper-threading on that single core. It's just a, it's a single process. That's it. Right. Um, if you could get it to be multi multi-threaded and multi-core, like across the same, you know, on the mm-hmm. same server board, like you've got server boards. Uh, now that are capable of having four serv- four CPUs on, with twenty two cores each, that's eighty eight threads. It's like something like well, eighty eight times four. Like what the hell? I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying gonna... to think some of the converged things that are out there, and I'm thinking that most of the uh, most of the most of the blades that you see are um. 24 or 48 thread 48 thread i think yeah yeah but you know you you do have you do have like you do have uh i um intel um server cpus that have 22 cores 40 uh well yeah 20 yeah 22 22 cores 40 threads 
Yeah. And, and by the way, so PPU is saying some things too, right? We are ta- we are not. Yeah, we are not talking um, licensing dogma, right? This is if CCP were to view this as an asset that they can make money with and do the investment like they do for other games. First off, you're going to have to get some really good programmers. You're not going to be able to pay shit wages like they like to pay. I think um, mm, you yeah. you really got to do the real deal. You gotta you gotta grow. You got to be a bigger deal than you are today. Um, and, um, and I'm not saying they have bad programmers. I'm just saying they don't pay them enough. Um, and they need a different, um, a, a coder with a different architecture background than single threaded stuff. Um, so they would have to do, this is pie in the sky. They would have to view it as a licensable product and the investment and the ROI on that investment would have to be there. I don't know that there is. Right, but you're looking at you're looking at the potential of what Dogma could do if it was yeah. multi-threaded cap- capable. Yeah, like you plunk it on a you plunk it on a uh, on a you know a four CPU server um, server board with um, four twenty two uh, core CPUs. That's three hundred and fifty two threads that it could run. It's currently running on one. Yeah, and we're having flights of like up to four thousand. Yeah, and don't don't. Don't run it on Windows servers. Please move it to Linux boxes. Okay, please. Okay. Move the fucking server code into Linux boxes. But but yeah, but you know. Shared memory works better under Linux than it does under Windows. I just, but I just like to say to the people out there, like imagine what kind, imagine how smooth the gameplay, imagine how big fights we can have. Um, when we're having close to like manageably decent fights with two thousand people, like yeah. you know, close to breaking point kind of uh, lag fest fights with four thousand, absolute shit shows at six thousand, and that's one thread, one thread when yeah. we could be having three hundred and fifty-two threads. Yeah, yeah, you could, you could. And, I, I just want to say now, by the way, doing what they what they can with what they have. I mean, license that out. Like, yeah. yes, like, it's, it's who doesn't really impressive. They can do what they're doing, but it's there's yeah. room for improvement. Yeah, and it's gonna be like, screw you. We can put six thousand people in run real time. Now, understand though, as you multi-thread out, right? You're not gonna get a linear yeah. progression not, of power, not, right? It's not, it's not linear, it's, right? It's no. you know, you're 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 you know, you're gonna have uh, you know uh, reductions in yeah degradations over the you know a successive amount of cores. But even so. Like, you know, even with that de- degradation, you know, 352 I mean, versus 1, you're still going to get a lot of performance out of You're expecting a massive jump in performance if you can do it. Um, um, my question is, yeah, coding-wise, what would happen to the game as is if they did this? Like, would, would we, the players, see a change in, like, oh, so some of those stations you put down no longer exist because when we updated the code, we fucked up somewhere. Like, oh, well, would you, that well, affect let, us, you know? And you would hope they would test it out, but still. Well, like, what, what, here's what the we thing. expect as players that you might... Here's, here's the thing. you got code growing pains, QA problems all the time. I mean, it just mm-hmm. is, right? But you're not looking at fundamentally changing it. Some of the things that I've noticed recently, right? I go into a Citadel... It takes forever to load industry. Oh, okay? yeah. It, it takes forever to load inventory. Um, and not forever, but longer than it used to, right? You can tell that certain parts of the game are slowing down based on this code. Um, just trying to, to do what they're doing. And by the way, 
we don't have the peak players that we had three, four years ago, right? Imagine if you bring that peak player level better back, the impact that you could have across the servers, right? Now, I want you guys to envision something with the multi-threaded code. I don't just want multi-threaded code. I want code that can go across VMs, okay? Or or physicals, doesn't matter. It's just a host, well, that's, right? Well, so that's imagine, imagine a battle, okay? And it grows bigger. They don't put it on a bigger host. They don't add more CPU. They don't add more memory. They leaf a node out in the cluster. So you could be running across five nodes in a giant battle, and they could just leaf more VMs in as they need them and grow it. Can you imagine what that could do for the gaming industry as a whole? That'd just be amazing. All, like, all you're telling even... me is that the full-size Battle of Hoth can happen in Battlefront 3. <laughs> Absolutely. I need that in my life. I need a full fucking fleet engagement in, uh, in, in a Star Wars game. I need this in my life. And, and, you know, and can you imagine how, how, how you can price that as a uh, marketable thing, as a oh, license pe people thing? would, FPSs would crazy. buy it in a heartbeat, because that's, that's one thing, like Arma and mm -hmm. stuff like that, people really do enjoy PUBG. it. We have a thousand fucking tanks on this battlefield spread out technically and they, this fight over here will is, is is closed off to the other group but <laughs> if they could join up because oh our tank spear has defeated the enemy we can now move in with our inventory and stuff and reinforce and that kind of stuff it'd be bad mm -hmm. ass mm -hmm. as fuck <laughs> like, by, the, by the way so pew pew is so kind of saying holy shit you'll be too over threaded too parallel too paralyzed right so understand that this isn't i'm not talking about a new technology this technology with synchronization and critical synchronization of timing across multiple nodes exists today. It's being used. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not talking about developing something that isn't out there. People understand how to code this. It's, it's being used. It's just not being used in this way. It's, yeah. There, there is a way to share locking yeah. across yeah. multiple machines in memory. Guys, it's, 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 it's a real thing. Way, but it's being used to, you know, uh, to, you know, uh, virtually model like, uh, mm -hmm. you know, things, you know, scientific kind of equate, scientific kind of, uh, mm, you know, no, it's being used in everyday and business models and all that kind of stuff as well. But like, you know, yeah. it's it's being done. Like the, the 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 critical kind of aspects to get this to work is already there. By the way, by the way, somebody's I'm saying glad, I'm using I'm super and hyper uh, c computing management technique. I'm not. This stuff is available on VM stuff. I, you could do it with multiple physical nodes. I could set up five PCs here in my house and do this. It's 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 not as complex Eric, as you I'm, think. I'm kind of laughing because you're you're really having to hold back about what you can say, and it's uh, I, yes. I know why. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know <laughs> why. I'm like, I'm like, I can, I can hear it in you that you want to just go for like an hour about this, but you can't say anything. <laughs> this is real <laughs> stuff, guys. Yeah, like, like I let me let me put let me say a little bit. I if you're gonna believe anyone's opinion on this, trust Eric just because I know what he does for a living. He knows what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let, just so, take, take my take my word as as the the less yeah. least technical person on this this show to tell you 
He knows what the fuck he's talking about. The, the so, least technical person knows what Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I, uh, uh, yeah. Uh -huh. sure. yeah. Well, yeah. I, I can tell based on the conversations I have with him when we're at work and all this, and in person when we're hanging out, just goofing it. Yeah. He, he, he can talk circles around, around any of y'all. Well, not anybody. Not anybody. There are a lot of smart people out there and a lot of smart people that play Eve, right? And yeah, by the way, we're saying that there is technical capability. Again, we are not talking in terms of ROI. We are not talking in terms of the commitment that CCP would do it. And yes, I, I being in that side of the business, I completely understand the scope of development that would be required, right? So I get it. But I'm saying these are all things that could happen. And the question is and will be, does CCP see that and is the vision there and is the ROI there to create an engine yeah. that would do that? We're just talking pie in the sky. Hey, this would be really freaking yeah. cool. So I think, oh. I think something that could actually lead them to this is demand has to show. But what what's the cost uh, cost versus reward essentially here? Cost analysis oh, yeah. of actually setting up this code. How how much would they have to invest to get this going? Um, because that really will be the game changer. It, it would. It, I think the the startup cost to get this project rolling, if they do try or take our take this idea that we're we're hypothetically throwing at them and run with it. What what do you think? <laughs> do you think CCP has the assets to start that project? That's what I'm asking. Well, that's where you get the investment. They got twenty million to go into VR, right, or thirty million, whatever it was, right. And with investment, you need to show that there is potential something to be gained to the investors at the end of that. At the end of it, absolutely. And so, what's the thing? It's not. It's not like it's not like the end product um, will be. You know, the the. It's not like the end product. The only thing that will come from the end product is, you know, some happier Eve players. No, no, no. You could actually. You know, you can market this and you know license this for a big sum of money. Yeah, no, like the the product at the end would be immensely valuable. The it's are they going to get those investments again? Are they going to be able to negotiate that with their VR idea? Not necessarily. I don't know if I would say it doesn't really pan out, but I don't see it as a money maker for. Depends, right? Are are you? Go ahead. They just Thanks. they just sold that arm of their business, the VR. Yeah, side. exactly. They mm -hmm. but they, did they, they did yeah. they make that money back? Like, did they operate I, that at a loss? That's that's what I want to know. I uh, thought that they broke even yeah. on the and, sales side prior. And a, a break even, honestly, is not terrible for them. Mm -hmm. I would say, like, yeah. if if you as long as you're not losing money, it's not that that big yeah. of an issue. But our investors who saw this going to be willing to give them more yeah. money to try another new project that's on a similar scope in my mind yeah and so noisy gamer it brings up a great thing would an engine of this type be valuable if mporgs are are dead right the question is are mporgs dead because you don't have this yes. right and think of this in terms of as as vr actually gets it gets its feet underneath it right can you imagine you come in, you come home, and you pop your VR glasses on, and you're, uh, I don't know. Let's let's take um, let's take uh, World of Warcraft as an example, right? Because you walk around in that one, right? Imagine putting your VR glasses on, and you walk around in World of Warcraft, and now there aren't a hundred servers to to go to and play with twenty people or two thousand people, whatever it is. 
but you walk into a server where everybody is. And I think right. this is the VR MMO is what's going to bring MMOs back. Now VR chat, not close. No, it's it, no, don't, don't, don't think that's <laughs> going to say we're thinking I'm, I'm thinking ready player oh. one level MMOs where your, yeah. your character is persistent, can do every, every genre of gaming. Um, and it's more of a platform to do, uh, ideas of game, not necessarily. I, I is the game. I do kind of feel like, you know, all, all the trailers that I have seen on Ready Player One, they are missing something that is fairly critical that would be in there. And that is a whole bunch of your knuckles, uh, you know, sort of, uh, uh, you got knuckles. You're just it saying that because the initiative's new press uh, shit is all Ugandan knuckles. Amazing. But who, where did he get a military uniform? What the fuck is happening in this progression of nonsense if you got that them, you guys made? I love it. It's, an, it's amazing what you can get people to do with you if you throw them money. It's just, I'm just saying is it, right? Guy, is that guy actually an in-it player? Who is this dude? No, he's like, wait, you, you can get these these people, like, every, you, you, if you, you know, if you're savvy and look on the internet well enough, you can find people who will advertise and say things and, you know, you know, dress up oh. with, in random weird uniforms and stuff like that to make a video, uh, to sell things for a fee. He's just, he's just one of those dudes. That's all it is. That, like, I thought he might have been a player. I was trying to figure out who the no, fuck no, this guy no. was. Because I was like, like this dude just came out of nowhere, and it's it's fucking amazing. Because we've got we've got a uh, we've got a train apostle alts one as well uh, with uh, two yeah, know, uh, two. I've guys. seen a I've seen a couple of those from him, but I was just like, you have to mind the Ebola rocks first, people. All, all, I, all I have to Christ. all I have to say all I have to say is like props to the that guy's professionalism professionalism dude, and just you know doing doing face. it. Regardless was, of what it actually, the actual content was, that crazy. dude, that dude is a pro. Deserves Emmy, you know. Deserved that money, definitely. Holy crap! <laughs> it was fun. I'll see if I can find it and put it in, uh, yeah. put it in Twitch chat. Actually, to be honest, yeah. there's people who probably either like, either have seen it and know exactly what we're talking about, or like haven't a clue what yeah. the hell's been. Haven't <laughs> seen this. The initiative has hired a dude to make like. Uh, videos for them, and they are amazing. Oh my god! <laughs> are, are you saying we need to hire this guy to make some videos for us? I would love, I would love a push to talk intro from him. No, we're not, <laughs> we got a push talk intro. It's awesome. No, like, like, just like, yeah, just, just yeah. a like a cut to you've been watching Push to Talk, and this is the segment where Eric and Caleb yell at each other for thirty minutes. <laughs> is that like, like he could? We're do working on that. We're working he could on do that. One of our cut twos, you know. It's like this is the. The Eric and Caleb bitch for an hour session. Is that the same website where, like, you can pay and some dude will draw you a cat? Like, <laughs> all these people, or they'll sing a song, or they'll... Draw you a cat. Draw you Yeah, like, draw for my... five bucks or draw, something. Like, draw my or cat! Video. That's an actual <laughs> website. That's like Pinterest or some shit. I don't know what the fuck Oh, it's not Pinterest. It's, it's like, like um... do you want to touch my monkey? <laughs> people, people sell all sorts of weird... Stuff that I draw you like a monkey. Five bucks, ten bucks, you want to touch a box? Oh my god! Oh, this this dude is. He Noisy says he's been around for years. Yeah, he may have been around for years. Noisy, 
But the the initiative was the first one to think. Let's get him to make fake you like semi Uganda knuckles videos to promote our fucking alliance. Okay. <laughs> oh, there's a second. Oh, what's this third one? This one's definitely the best one. Train apostle alts. <laughs> I can't watch these because the sound will go out over the stream, right? So I can't. So I can't. I can't have to watch them later. The second one, McLeod Link is like. Uh, uh, hot chicks telling you to train apostle alts. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> amazing. That one's pretty good. I would have to, you know. I what? don't. I Did... don't. Who is, who is funding this? Well, uh, and why? You know what? I think you, I, no, uh, that, but I can't even talk. Amazing <laughs> people in it. it. Funded I'm not, it. A, That's what I'm not a member of in it, and I want to fund these videos. <laughs> so, like, I, I want McLeod. Can you get my all in in it so I can say I'm in in it so I can claim those videos as our propaganda? <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm telling you, site there. There's a website. I, I do not know the name of it. There's a website that lets people draw you cats. Yes, I understand. Yeah, that. like it's. it's it, called, it, I think it's called bucks. Deviant Art or whatever, and you can hire commissions. I don't yes. know which one you're talking That's about. What those, but yes, you can just That's hire a commission those... artist almost anywhere. Pay them. Pay them money. Don't be like, I'll get you likes. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, is not here. Seth, are you doing shots again? No. <laughs> I, I, I've kept to my... You're very animated. I have, have no alcohol <sighs> in this fucking house. Oh, that, ex oh, that yeah, explains a lot. That explains no a lot. alcohol before 3 p.m. No, it's no alcohol until I go to Europe because I decided it'll save me money and help me lose weight. So there you go. There you go. There I, you I, go. I need that sick money so I can hang out with McLeod if uh, he gets time off while I'm in Europe. Yeah. Because I'll be in near the Londons. Uh, yeah. Well, let's. I'll, I'll try not to get drunk like I did that one time uh, at college. Part. Uh, before 12, in the <laughs> before midday, let's put it that way. We were oh. pretty wasted coming out of the pub at about like, half 12. <laughs> oh yeah, are, Scythe, are you going to be in McLeod's world? Are you going to hook up in, so, the, in the big town? So in, at the end, the last like three weeks of September, I am going to be in London, Munich, and uh, I, somewhere in the Italy. I don't remember which which cities, but we're going to a couple places in Italy. You going north or south <laughs> Italy? You going white know. sauce I, or you going red not, sauce? I, I did not pick the towns. I did not pick the places. I was told to take these days off uh, and make sure your passport's up to date. There you go. There you go. But yeah, that's going to be a uh, that's going to be fun. Uh, he, uh, my we I got it approved by my uh, my regional manager's boss that I could take three and a half weeks off of vacation. Dude, dude, I get it. amazing man. It's I, it, I, it's I, no different. To ask, they, but, she actually asked me what I was doing. I'm like, oh, we're doing this trip with my whole family, you know. Well, <laughs> you know that's actually not that unusual because when yeah. when you have um, a lot of Indian developers and things like that, right? They like to go home for a month. They'll take oh, yeah, four no, no. weeks, we, right? Because it's a long trip, right? Yeah, That's yeah, not we, unusual. We have, uh, we, we have uh, associates who, uh, who are from India, and they, they go home for like a month at a time. And it's one of those things like, oh, what month are you going? Okay, everyone else, make sure you like give them the room to do that because we take Christmas off, and they, they always volunteer to cover us and that kind of stuff. You know, they don't, if they don't celebrate the okay. holiday, we're, yeah. it's, it's pretty nice. Like, it's a, a, good, a good dynamic. Oh yeah, we have we have like big Diwali celebrations in the office and everything. We got all kinds of cool that's stuff. badass. It's fun. So it's interesting. I I'm uh, the most uh, Uranus is right. I'm more excited about going to Germany than Italy for beer. Italy, I want to go to more for food. I don't give a shit about the rest of that place. Oh, I love <laughs> like, I love German food. German food, phenomenal. I'm, I'm okay. I like some German food, but I'm I like German beer, and that's why. 
it goes with the, the food, the, man. It's just yeah, beautiful. It the thing is, with with American, it's pretty like you, Scythe, going over to Germany. All I'm thinking is, it's going to be basically a real world version of Beer Fest. Yes. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you, you have, if if any of the goon boys in Germany want to go get fucking hammered, let's do it. There, yeah. Dial one eight hundred Scythe. Look up Scythe. Right soul. there. German yeah, men, yeah. yeah. Soft you, you too can get a picture of me in front of a go-go dancer passed out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think we actually aired that picture. Oh, no, we did it. Oh, we, we did. We okay, did. Okay. You had it on there on the fucking intro. I saw it. But that wasn't the <laughs> intro that we showed. Oh, I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> my, uh, my, Scythe, my Scythe I, was... I checked it out. It's fine. Yeah. McLeod can throw the memes up there if he wants. I don't care. It'll be fine. So, I've, given, I've given up on life. So full disclosure, I've got part German, part Italian, and I grew up with uh, with both culinary styles in the family, and I love them both. They're fantastic. I probably cook Italian more, though, than I will cook German because you don't have to measure anything. You just throw shit in there until it tastes yeah. right. That's, that's so. the best about Italian. <laughs> it's like, grab it's grab like some the... tomatoes, grab some shit, just throw, throw it in a pot. If it, surely it's if like, taste it, if it tastes right, you've done it. You, you've, you've correctly made Italian food. Right. <laughs> surely, surely Italian and German food are like almost polar opposites to each other. Like one's literally like, you know, don't measure Zell. it, just like add it in, and if it's if it's cool, then it's cool. And German's like, it must be precise. <laughs> you must measure twice, pour once. Yeah. So uh, you don't have to worry about that. Pour exactly thirty-seven and a half times. It will not be. By the way, measuring only matters when you're baking because it actually is a yeah. chemical thing where everything else doesn't matter. And, and uh, Uranda says, uh, you know, invoked Zell. If somebody says it two more times, I hear he shows up. Um, but he's, he's hilarious. So, um, but yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I cooked the other day and I got yelled at from my wife because I cooked too much of the ground meat uh, and she wanted to use some of it for hamburgers. So I'm, I'm not allowed to cook anymore. And, uh, which is fine with me, so I'm good. <laughs> that, see, that, that's like doing laundry. You mess it up yeah. one time. You never have to do it again. Well, I, yeah. All of the I, whites come out pink, and, and they just tell you leave. By the way, I've been married for about 21 years, and <laughs> there's a number of years before that that I still haven't had to do laundry because I fucked it up once. You know, tur <laughs> turn all your bras pink once, and you're done. So. Oh, damn. Well, well, you were supporting uh, breast cancer month. Yeah, that wasn't what was happening 20-something <laughs> years ago. So, uh, the... Um, uh, apparently, me, me and Harry wants me to go to a German sparkle party. I don't know what the fuck that is. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know <laughs> either. We'll probably so, meet uh, Zell there, to be honest. So, is that techno-viking guy going to show up? Because that guy seems like he's pretty cool. Well, Spank, so what is a German sparkle party? Yeah, Spanks, explain it to us. Oh, you seem to know which, which movie is that from? I want to say... It might be... Is it beer? No, it's not Beer Fest. It's, it's uh, not, which, beer is a, which is a great movie, by the way. It's a classic. Fucking beer Broken Fest. Lizard. Trooper Troopers 2 in April, people. Super Troopers 2 in April. It's in a movie, and it's hilarious. Oh, my God. Just forgot the name of said movie. German sparkle party. Definitely not Google. What it, the hell now? Does it bring lots of tight leather? Does it? Uh, I was wondering if it involved, you know, you know, uh, sauerkraut and it, throwing it on if naked you do women. German no. S. It immediately brings up something on YouTube that I am now watching. Oh no! Uh, maybe no, that's what it's, it is. It's, maybe it's, it's like a YouTube the something experience. German Sparkle Party. <laughs> 
Uh, it was scaring me, Uranus. <laughs> this yeah. is all fucking Christ, no! <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to be looking it up after, at least I am. Oh, no, I it's, it's it the I just commented it in the, uh, the chat. Yeah, I can't watch it during the show. I'm the producer. Yeah, will, you don't want to be watching, you don't, the button. you don't want to be showing it on the show. <laughs> oh, no, it just popped up in the, in the push to talk chat. Scary. Yeah, yeah. So... Did we win yet? You gotta That's wear funny. rain boots? I'm so confused at what I'm seeing. But there's obviously a sexual predator in that video. I'm not sure what, but what you know, and I and I thought nightclubs with soap bubbles on the dance floor were wild enough. You know what I'm saying? So, right. You know, fucking. Okay. I'm a boring individual. I've been married for many years. You haven't gone so, to a sparkle party. Neither have no. I. I've determined that I really am not a club person. Just because I've never been to one of these. You fall asleep in every club we go into. I proved that in Vegas. <laughs> that, that was a bar. I didn't fall asleep at the actual well, club. Oh, the the issue there <laughs> is that no, you know, no. those go go <laughs> those 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 go go uh, dancers just don't interest. The average <laughs> yeah. go go dancers don't interest me. It's got to be like a one of a kind experience. Scythe, I'm sorry. It it was it was my wife who fell asleep at the club, right? I'm, I'm about to say I'm like I'm like fucking uh. I didn't fall asleep at the club. I, that was the night before that I passed out. I'm not uh, sure. Yeah, I don't think she didn't make it. I, I passed out in the uh, in 35 at E Vegas uh, after the Goon Pub Crawl, where uh, apparently if you give a bartender ten dollars, he gives you half a bottle of Jack Daniels. Uh, and I gave them. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I gave them fifty dollars. So. <laughs> and, and the cops told me I could not take my drink past where they were standing. So I said okay. And then about three this hours after that, I don't remember. I, I, um, yeah. except, except puking in the toilet and not making a mess. I remember that. You were very that. proud of not making a mess I, when you puked dude, in the toilet. Dude, I fell down going on an escalator. I was standing still. <laughs> he came. <laughs> no. Stand. It was, oh, that's I, so good. I can't believe I made it to the bathroom because it the was Dirty Secrets bad. of E Vegas section oh, of the show, ladies and gentlemen. This is this is a true story. Go back. So I'm down. So I'm, I'm so down. At, so I'm down at the this, bar. This and, and Scythe goes away for a while, and then Scythe comes back down the escalator, and he's back at the bar, and he is so proud that he puked in the bathroom and didn't make a mess. He got it all in the toilet. Was, didn't make a mess. I, he was very, very proud, was, ladies and gentlemen. You, you have like, <laughs> I, I was like, oh god, this is. I'm gonna have to clean this up. I'm too. Too drunk. I'm not gonna be able to figure out where the janitor's closet is. Like, where the fuck am I? <laughs> Why would you clean it up? Get out of there! Because I'm a responsible individual, and I feel bad about it. <laughs> like, so, like you, you have no idea. I would feel so bad that I left that mess for someone else because I used to have to do that as a job, is clean up bathroom. So it sucks. I have to ask Erox here. He, he says I wear golf shirts, so it makes me look like a pimp. Which golf shirts pimp? Make you look like which, a pimp? Pimp wears golf shirts, number one. And by the way, I live in golf shirts when I'm not at work. I will put, like, a blazer over a golf shirt um, and wear it because, um, Erox, I, I think I'm actually the only golfer on this on this crew, right? I mean, I play. Okay, you play. Yes, you do. Um, yeah, I've bro broken now. I broke a second. I broke my uh, my five, the, the five on my wood. I ah, broke that one and a three. Oh, your five wood. They're just getting, they're getting old, so I, I have to buy a new set. Um, but I still play uh, with what I have left. Yeah, I mean, uh, it well, would it's bad. on a, on a three day weekend, it would not be unusual for me to play Friday immediately after work, Saturday, Sunday, and the following Monday, and sometimes twice in one day. See, I play about once every three to four weeks, maybe. I but I 
that's all I have time for. <laughs> I mean, I personally think that the, oh, nice. uh, the I personally think it was the hat, the cane, and the uh, the uh, fur coat that made you look more of a pimp, Eric. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any of those. Is that my lie? Eric, is that your forest green, uh, 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 Greg Norman? Uh, no, no, no. Patriotic tendencies. Oh, which is it's this side. It's this side. It's this side. This is this is the patriotic tendencies golf shirt right there with the aren't, with the aren't, aren't B with the big red. gun. That green color with the patriotic tendencies beyond there is like the best version of. I, I think it is. I don't. Shirt. I don't have a green one. I think you're the only one with the green one. Oh, I love. I love the green one. It, it's really pretty. <laughs> Uranus, the, the purple one's pretty cool as well. The the, the that one looks pretty nice. Uranus would rather go to the gym. I don't go to the gym, Uranus. If you haven't noticed, I just, just go I play just golf. golf. Um, you know, game. golf is the perfect sport. You sit in a cart. Okay, if it's cold, by the way, by the way, it's like fifty degrees here. If the ground wasn't completely soaked, I'd be out there on the course today. Um, yeah, it's it's really pretty the, outside here. The golf is the perfect sport. You drive around in a car, little car, little mini car. You're actually allowed to get drunk. Yep. They have pretty young girls in a bigger cart with alcohol that bring the alcohol to you. Yep. Right? You got a little cooler on the side to put your beer in, and you can smoke cigars, get drunk, and drive around. Okay? Yep. Uh, it's it's the perfect sport. I don't know what you're it's, talking about. You're in it's not, that's it, not a sport. <laughs> that's a pastime. <laughs> No, so you, you can you do can... all of that with any other sport, depending on just, just depending on you know your competition. I think, essentially, I think if you added cigars and drinking to NASCAR driving, it would not be effective, McLeod. Okay, it's the velocity of the vehicle plus the quantity of alcohol. Yes. Uh, hey, it's not the yeah, but it's not the it's not the speed of which you're playing uh, that you that you're playing golf. That's the issue. I'm that, gonna tell you, know, you if you play so, golf so, and go karts, it gets real challenging, and you cannot drink anymore. True. Oh wait, no, that's that's go <laughs> that's like go kart polo. But you know, it's same. It's similar. You use a golf yeah. club because it's easier. It's short enough. And your end is like shooting, which shooting is fine, except I'm not going to take the al- shooting, I'm not going to take I, the I, alcohol with your shooting. Your end is what? What? Do, what? Do you have a carry? What's your normal? What's your normal go to? We'll, we'll talk guns on here. I got this. No, we're not talking guns. But I, I we're I just like saying it. shooting is a great pastime, great sport. I love it, and I enjoy yeah. it. But I'm not bringing alcohol with me when I go do it. No, if you if oh, you nice. drink and go shooting, you do not deserve to carry a firearm. Yeah, no. You should lose your ability to get a permit. So uh, FYI, FYI, I love what Gelb uh, thirteen wrote that uh, golf enhances your off-road off-road driving skills. It does. It, it does. It does. And sometimes it enhances your aquatic driving. I want. Skills, I want one of those. I want one of those carts with like the hover carts. Huh? Did you see the carts that are hovercraft? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I was like, oh, I, I've seen the hovercraft. I haven't seen a golf cart version because I've driven one of those like personal hovercrafts around. You see a tree a hundred yards away. You're going to hit it at some point. You just don't know. Why would why would you use that for golf? Okay, like, the moment they put hovercraft on the on the golf course, it's just going to be fucking bumper cars because we already got drinking, <laughs> driving, smoking, at hovering, and that's where it gets dangerous. Boom. <laughs> uh, I was I thought you were going to say you're going to get one of the like six wheeled uh, all terrain vehicle golf carts that I've seen that like goes in water. No, 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 no. The hovercraft goes over water though. Hovercraft goes over water. Yeah. 
You'd be like hovering over like the three foot water trying to get that golf you, ball. You, There'd be that guy, you know, don't be that guy. Okay. I would, the dude I would, I would go in after my ball and just hit it from the middle of the pond because I know I'm in the fucking yeah. pond yeah. at some point. Do not be the guy. I hate the guys, by the way. They have like these these little poles, they go out like thirty feet, they telescope, right, and have a little yeah. cup on the end, right? And they're out there in the water trying to get golf balls. Okay? If you need I to have, worry about getting golf balls out of the water, your golf ball is too expensive. Okay? Yeah. It doesn't need to be five dollars. Okay, five dollar ball doesn't make like, it any better. You you can get like thirty golf balls for like ten dollars. Okay. Like you All know, right. it's pretty cheap. Alright, let's go back to more interesting talk about some games. <laughs> How, what if we added spaceships to golf? Would y'all appreciate that more? Like, model rockets shooting them at each other would be fun. Um, oh, you shoot Spanx. model rockets at no. the hole. Yeah. Spanx, um, I hear you are playing, I don't know if it's a new game, but I hear you're playing a little Life is Feudal, and I kind of took a look at that, and that looks pretty freaking cool, and there's some goons playing that, aren't there? Life is Feudal, is it? Is that what you're playing? Are you playing that with Zucker? Yeah, we, uh, we've been... We've been going at it now for about a week, I guess. About a okay. week deep. And it's good. Not going to lie, guys. It's good. It's good? It's worth uh, the 30 bucks? Know, yeah. I like it. Yeah, you take, uh, you know, you take uh, take Minecraft. Um, you take, uh, you know, um, a little bit of Eve's. You take Minecraft's terraforming with Eve's sandbox. And sprinkle in some horses and some swords and some knights, and you've got yourself life is futile. Like, can, can you be a, a knight on a horse, or do you, is it just yeah. like okay? Yeah, cool. you can. Uh, it's a it's a dynamic um, crafting and combat system, so you can skill up into different trees. They've got archer trees, spearman tree. They've got a you know foot soldier tree. They got like a dual wielding. <clears throat> Axe, I have a, sword guy. They've got cavalry with you know jousting hey, and lances and. Spanks, have you ever played the game uh, uh, Mount and Blade? No. This this looks very very similar to that, except m more developed. <laughs> to put it nicely. There's I so. Yeah, it looks pretty good actually. I mean this so this game this uh you literally start with nothing. You start yes. with nothing. <laughs> And you've got to make a shovel, and then you've got to make a pickaxe, and then you've got to, you know, bust some rock and put up a furnace and terraform some land. You just even get like a little home down, and then with the wood and the the, the stone that you're getting, you can make some, you know, primitive tools, make some primitive weapons, and then you just kind of start from there. Um, so it does have a survival aspect to it. Okay. Um, yeah, Zark and I, yeah, we've been into it a week. We just put up a castle. We named it the... Uh, what was it? It's a Tijuana. We named it like Tijuana Retreat or something like that. Tijuana Retreat. That's nice. Yeah. So we did. Well, we got a little ten by ten castle up. Um, just skilling up, having fun. Stabbed a few guys in the face already with my spear. That was pretty fun. Oh, nice. It looks pretty. It looks pretty good. But it's, good. it's got a, it's good. a lot of. It's got a lot of people saying that it's uh, a lot of microtransaction in it, and that worries me. Hmm. I, I mean, there is, but no, it's not. It's, so it's not like that. It's not like a pay-to-win kind of game. Is it? Is it there's, like there's a, for skin? There's a premium subscription. Yeah, that's which, what I, a lot of know, people are saying. It's it's really yeah, for what it is. The premium prescriptions, 
um, prescription. Just, it just gets you access. Yeah, Take just gets you access to better uh, combat power hours and um, gets you access to uh, uh, these gods tokens, which you can buy skins with, which don't give your weapons <clears throat> any better stats. It just looks cool. Okay, yeah. yeah. See that? That's I. I have no problem with microtransactions so long as they only affect how things look, not how things play. But here's here's what I can say about the game. It's got it's got mm-hmm. long term potential. It's got some long term potential. It's not single shard. Um, there's about six or so shards. Okay. But each shard can hold up to ten thousand people. Nice. Um, and the server is like thirty five kilometers long. Okay. So okay. Persistent world, um, like just like the amount of like there's gold and silver in the game. There's only so much, like at when when this. So once you start mining gold, you're tapping into the world's supply of gold because there's only so and many, it's finite. Yeah, there's only so many millions of cubic meters of gold in the game, and none oh, will cool. ever be pr- reproduced ever again. Now, are you on the same server Urandis is on, or? I assume he, yeah, I mean, I assume he's playing with the Imperium guys, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, we've got, like, so we've got, like, the Imperium Goonfleet guys have a base, mm-hmm. and then next to it, the uh, goons then have a base next to the water, so we're right next to each other. So SA goons um, and Imperium goons. Yep. Okay. And we're, we're teaming up with all the other English-speaking people to go after the Chinese speaking people. That's dude, currently what's dude, happening. Dude. So, so real, dude. real life, real life wars. Uh, you, ra- current, you, uh, you racist current. bastards! I can't believe. Well, hey, it. I didn't say anything. Are you racist. telling me you don't like Asians? <laughs> I didn't say. I, I was not. Ra- that was not a racist statement. I was. I was just teasing. I was just teasing. No, no, that'll be a tough fight against the Chinese. Yeah, they they don't sleep. I've heard this. So, they only wait uh, and, 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 and to kill you. That sounds pretty cool. Said, it's got some. It's got some long-term potential, which it, which is, it looks really pretty. That's that's why. So man, so let's cool. let's think about this. So some of the interesting things that you just said in that description is it's a very big map, right? The Jeez. server holds ten thousand people, but it's not up single to, shard. Up to ten thousand people, right? And when uh, I say single shard, like there's like a European right. server, there's a U.S. server, there's you know, there might only be like three or four servers. Yeah, it's but not that many. But does the does the fact that it might hold ten thousand people appeal to you? Yes. Yeah. Yes, and because, again, because I am a massive multiplayer <laughs> sandbox, open world sandbox kind of guy. I mean, that's the right. Type, those are the types of games that I like to play. So what's interesting, right, is we have things like Seven Days, right, um, which is sandbox and in kind of open, but perpetually in alpha we have a game like this which is which is sandboxy we have a lot of games that come out that want to be sandboxes with lots of people right i i I argue that if eve thinks its days are numbered if it really just put a little effort in be awesome i don't i don't subscribe in case the the audience is wondering i do not subscribe to the fact that eve is a niche game um i think that eve cannot be a niche game just as it is today if they clean it up. So, um, and, and I think games like this, this game, I saw there were three different options when I went to buy the software, right? I wasn't sure which one to buy and I haven't bought it yet. Um, 
you know, did you buy the the middle, the bottom, the top end of the game? Which which did you think was the best one to get, Spanx? Uh, so I picked the game up over a year ago. Okay. And back <clears throat> a year ago, you had to pay thirty or forty dollars to get access to the beta. I played the beta for a few weeks and then I put it down. Um, I knew I knew it had potential. Um, but I just didn't, I was, had taken the game as far as I wanted to have taken it, but was waiting for the, the game to develop further before I picked it up again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, and then I, you know, and then like Zarker, Zarker and I were just hanging out one night and he's all like, yeah, man, I just got this ping today about life is futile and it looks really awesome. I was like, oh yeah, I got that game. He's like, yeah, yeah man, they got a big base up and they're. You know, they're causing shenanigans, and I was like, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. So. Yeah, I mean. I mean, it, we got our own little, on our own little casa, de la casa. And, and here's the interesting thing, right? So all of us met because we played Eve, and in our case, Spanx, right? We played with the Eve guys that went to H1Z1. H1, yep. We pulled Zarker back into Eve, and, and we all keep going playing games together, yeah. and it's lots of fun, right? I just ping, I just ping McLeod last night. I was like, McLeod, you got to get a piece of this life is futile. It's good, man. <laughs> and you yeah, know what? I was, kind of looking at, I was looking at which ones I need to get, to be honest. Uh, I'll, yeah, so I'll it's life like, is futile MMO. Yeah. I kind of, I, I swear I looked at one, and it was like $16 or something like that. And then when I went on to Steam, it was like, it was like twenty four, twenty five, whatever. Like, so what? before before the MMO came out, they had Life is Feudal Your Own, which okay. was just like basically a four or five kilometer map, and then you could host it yourself, and you can invite up to forty people or something, and that was it. See, I would like they that had honestly life, a little more. I think. And they had Life is Feudal Forest Village, which is just building and crafting, and mm-hmm. that was it. That's all it was. Um, no combat whatsoever. It was basically just the creative mode of Minecraft, and then and then they came out with the MMO, which is much like Life is Futile, your own, but it's you know run on their servers. It's can hold ten thousand people. It's thirty times the size of your own. So, okay, okay. So that's that's the distinction then. Yeah. So like Life is Futile, your own is literally. Your it's your world on your server. You you control who's comes. In. You're the admin of that server. Whether it's just you playing on your little four kilometer map, or whether you invite people or not. So that's how they developed the game. I mean, they they, they developed it in, in little chunks like that, where they, you know, they always wanted the MMO, but before they could do that, they had to do some other things first. That's cool. That's it's having <clears throat> having said all of that, gentlemen. I have to bid you farewell. I got to go home. Didn't you Daddy. just get? Did you just Daddy. get to the office an hour ago? Yeah. Well, I got to go home now because it's Daddy Daycare. I watch uh, kids. Why do you spend an hour at the office? Can I ask this question before you go, or is this I something you? Because I love the video game. Why can't you do that? that you, you can't do it at home. Well, so my office is just across the street. So. Oh. Okay. <laughs> we this is like Porsche like, bags, daddy daycare no, time. It just takes me a minute. To he loves out. daddy daycare, Uranus. He loves he loves being a dad. Yeah, he does. Spanks with other dad right. and come hang out with us. 
I got a boogie. All right, Spanks. Thanks for spending some time with us. We appreciate you driving by, buddy. I uh, always love doing this stuff. I know, and you're always welcome. You're always welcome. The camera. He's got really quiet. Scythe, are you still gaming? I uh, I may have started gaming again. May have started. I got an invite from one of my buddies to join their squad, so I, uh, I'm, I'm talking to y'all while yeah. shooting fucking stormtroopers. So, so on, on the topic of life is futile. I um, so that one's out of it's out of alpha now, right? It's a, it's a real game. It's a real release, I think. Um, yeah, it is. And like yeah, and and I looked into that, and I'm just like, you know, I really enjoy Seven Days to Die. I like it. I'm on a server. I'm building a giant freaking base on a server. Um, it's the sugar server, by the way, if anybody wants to play. Um, they've got a really nice program going on that server. Um, I'm like, I may just go over to this because this looks cool as shit. Yeah, it looks yeah. cool. You know, I mean, pretty awesome. I just don't have the money to buy a copy right now. So I'd be like, mm, I have to wait. <laughs> wait for payday. Wait for, wait for bonus month? Uh, oh, yeah. wait a minute, wait a minute. Friday. Yeah, Friday. Yeah. Yeah, that's when you're buying it. Probably. Round one, maybe, of a bonus month. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't get that. Nothing. No. Yeah. Sorry. Um, you do. I don't. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, it's interesting, you know. Um, you know, there's there's some games out there. But, you know, thinking about what's out there in the, in the game industry, right? And we're going to wrap this up in a little bit, probably about 10 minutes. I don't really think there's... A lot out there that I'm seeing advertised that that is, that is a big deal coming down the pike. What what do you guys think? There's some stuff, but it's it's all like we've just announced this project. It'll be ready in three years, you know. Yeah. And which I'm I me me as a gamer, I, I accept that. I I understand why they announced it that early. They're trying to generate uh, some re uh, pre-release revenue so they can make sure their production uh, is done correctly. But they, they just really haven't announced anything that's coming out in the next month or three that is actually good and or that looks good to me. And I, I'm expecting to see some of that here in probably April. You'll start hearing what's coming out next. Yeah, I like things that are coming out late fall because, you know, golf season. Because yeah, I'm boring. See. I'm boring. I play those things. Yeah, he so dual universe what is more shit. Online I, plus Minecraft. That is uh, dual that universe. Is, uh, space engineers. No, he's like saying that. dual universes. So, oh. and and to be honest, I haven't really looked into dual universe that much. <coughs> oh, excuse me, excuse me a minute. I think, I think I know a Scandinavian woman who plays dual universe. Interesting, randomly. So. What's that mean? <laughs> I don't know. It's just There's like a... the last time I had, last time I had <clears throat> dual the dual universe, or someone saying oh, I'll come come play dual <coughs> universe. It was um, a Scandinavian woman that like uh, I knew from. Where the fuck? Oh, was you it? knew her. Um, okay, that's different. Yeah, probably from H one. There's a Scandinavian woman. McLeod knows from H one, and I don't remember a Scandinavian woman. So. Yeah, yeah. Do I know her? Um, maybe. I don't know. I'm gonna worry about. It. Don't worry about it. But it was just <laughs> inter it was just interesting. Oh, hold it, hold it. Cue the ABBA music. 
<laughs> dude, dude, dude. I, I think I, I think I actually saw Abba perform live on TV. Fucking Christ! I thought you were about to say you saw them in concert. Was- no. <laughs> I might have been a little too young make, to see them in concert live. I was uh, gonna make fun of you real hard. Those were some you know I did go see women though. You know, you, just just to take this out of a like a ridiculous tangent, like you know what I did mm-hmm. go see live fairly recently. Uh, Hamilton, the play that was actually pretty fucking good. Oh, you liked it? I have not seen it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. I'm not going to New York anytime soon to go see it. There's nothing in the video game releases or in planning that I'm remotely interested in. It's been like that for <laughs> at least a year or more. That's Xerox. And, and really, there's been very few things I've been really interested in outside of EVE, so I kind of just kind of live in EVE land, right? Um, H1Z1 was fun. It had potential, and then it just, they completely screwed it up. Um, it got what, real boring because, you know, they went to the wrong <clears> side <throat> of the game. And yeah. now we have uh, players on Battlegrounds, and that's all that's getting released now is shit like that. And I'm tired of their crap. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of the same thing there, right? So that's that's a big challenge. Uh, doing doing all, the same game, saturating. Same I, <clears throat> it looks like sports games again, and I, I'm done. I love sports games. I you know. I, uh, there was uh, this there was this video game when I was in college, and I, I'm trying to remember the name of it, and we just pump money into it. Uh, in the student was union, the, like uh, you wouldn't uh, Was it like uh, the football game where you actually had like the handle you had to pull back and throw forward to actually throw the ball? No, it was a football that game, though. Game. But it was a football game with robots. And you could upgrade them and things. And if they got tackled too hard, they exploded and you lost the player. Oh, ba- Blood Brawl or Blood Bowl. Something I, like I forget that. what it was called, but it was, it yeah, was great. <clears throat> you know what's really annoying? I don't, are you guys like this? Do you, do you guys like touch your flat screens and put fingerprints and shit on them? I, I if I see a piece of gunk on there, I'll get it off and then I'll clean it. But yeah, I do touch it if there's something gross on there and I need to get it off. I absolutely do not touch it, but I have two little specks of something on it. It's annoying the fuck out of me. See, I, I, I have to have a perfectly clean screen. More. I have to have specs a. The thing is, me more than a fingerprint. Hey, there, so I, I get that off. Port sixty six is out there. How you doing, Port sixty six? Oh, you left our corp, and you never said bye. And we're still trying to figure out why you left. So, uh, and by the way, we have a giant manufacturing base now, so you're missing out. So, um, <laughs> so yeah. So, uh, in and so uh, in Delver, we all gearing up for the big Athenor release. Everybody excited? Um, I'm excited. Well, we'll see. Hey, I see Caleb's green. On uh, on Skype, he, he he might be. That, that's the same color of his face right now because he's Probably dying is. of flu. My son, <laughs> my son had a little touch of it, uh, and my my niece had a touch of it the last couple of days. People just not so. being, you know, killing over because of this fucking flu yep. going on. All right. oh, crap. So I'm gonna say thank you to everybody for all the follows um, and all the comments in in the chat. We really appreciate it. Um, the uh, we really appreciate Porthos. You should call me if you want to come back. Um, we really appreciate everybody in all the chat and all the big conversations. Everybody's great. It's great to have you guys watching the show and participating. That's what kind of makes it fun for us. It's really the main reason we do it because you're all kind of the extended talk show. 
so uh, so we appreciate it. But uh, we've been on here for about oh, a little over an hour and a half, so we're going to wrap it up. Um, oh, any need, any final things? Make, yeah, go yeah, ahead. I need to make a comment on your, your thing saying we do this for the fun of talking in the chat. I thought it was an excuse for day drinking. It's that too, but I but I haven't oh, okay. drank the last couple shows, so I, I well, don't know. Well, I'm not trying not to clean up my app. I'm trying to clean up my app, be a respectable uh, citizen, uh, you know, all that good stuff. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he needs he needs he needs to do it because of a court order. <laughs> that sounds closer. <laughs> <laughs> McLeod, you got anything uh, parting words for our audience here? Uh just chilling. Like, um, I, well, I would say, that, well, in terms of like parting words and stuff. Um, check out Talking in Stations tomorrow at 1700. Oh, yeah, Talking in Stations, 1700 Eve, and tomorrow morning, I'll be there for sure. It's not golf season yet, so I'll watch guess, your show. Guess, guess who else is going to be there? Who's going to be there? CCP Fozzy. Oh, Fozzy's going to be there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Talk about, talk about shit. Eric, just go in chat and constantly ask him to get one of his tech guys on here. No, no. You, 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 there's proper ways to ask CCP to I do know, things. And you don't badger people because they don't I like know, it. I'm joking. I don't think they like me anyway. I beat them up too much. All right, everybody. Thank you very much for being out there. We appreciate you spending a little time with us here on Saturday afternoon. Uh, well, U.S. time is Saturday afternoon or Saturday evening, wherever you are. Um, we'll be back same time next week. Thank you. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.